0: Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to my weekly podcast, Take Another Five. I'd like to thank all of you who have sent in your feedback to us because it's only with your feedback that we could continue to produce podcasts that are relevant, entertaining, and important to our listeners. So thank you very, very much. I live in Toronto, Canada. I live and work here. I am an author, blogger, editor, entrepreneur, and law student, and I really, really enjoy what I do for a living. I love producing Take Another Five because it is very important for me, personally, to be able to bring you information that you can use. Information that you can enjoy and things that you can enjoy listening to while you work while you play while you relax anything of the sort so without much more ado i'd like to just describe what you know the different segments that uh, are in take another five. First, we have kitchen corner where we get cooking take another five with technology where we give you some information on some really great apps and other technology The 5 minutes Mystery, where we hope you can enjoy it by relaxing and putting your imaginations to work and putting on your thinking cap. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneurs, some healthy tips for you on entrepreneurship. And finally, staying ahead of bullies and scams, which is important for you to keep up to date with because scams are all around us and so too is bullying. Alright then, before we go on, what we need to do now is talk about the wrap-up for the mystery that we presented with you last week, Bad Luck in Leafy Lane. Well it's time for us for you to decide who did it, but it is also time for us to tell you who did it. So who did it folks? It was Andrew. On that fateful evening, Andrew followed Carrie to Leafy Lane. He had been hanging around outside her dorm as he had taken to doing for the past few weeks. He had never stopped sending her gifts and emails. He had come to the realization that she would never love him so he planned to kill her. He had planned to do it in Leafy Lane, and here was his chance. After all was said and done, Andrew left the crime scene minus his class ring, which he had only missed days later. It was too late. The police had found it, and it was Mitchell who had witnessed the Killing Early in the morning after the killing, he had made an anonymous call to the police. He told them that he had been walking his dog and that his dog had discovered Carrie's body. He later confessed to what he had seen. Michelle, Carrie's roommate, had also phoned the police the next morning, and had told them that Carrie had not returned home, that she had mentioned going for a walk to Leafy Lane the night before. The police had raided Andrew's room, and had found evidence on his hard drive. Copies of all of the emails that he had sent to Carrie was just part of it all. Andrew was convicted on the class ring being found on at the scene with blood on it. The cigarette butt found there confirmed that Mitchell had been there. That's it folks for bad luck in leafy lane. We hope that you were able to identify the killer. Now it's time for us to go on to segment 1. Kitchen Corner, and we'll see you on the other side. But before we go, just let you know again you can purchase this mystery along with many others at dot store.html. But here's our question for the day. <clears throat> Last week we asked you about your favorite season. It was a mixed bag, I'm telling you. Some liked winter, some enjoyed the summer, some adored the fall, and some really loved springtime. I got another question for you this week, see what you think. So, what is your favorite fruit? Is it a juicy apple, a sweet pear, or a yum yum peach? or a delicious orange, or juicy grapes, strawberries, blueberries, what could it be? Hmm, I have many favorite fruits, but I want to wait to see what your favorite fruit is. In the meantime, let's go on to segment one. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodan with you for segment one of Take Another Five. And in this segment, we are going to get cooking. You know, it's always great to have recipes that you can pull out at the spur of the moment whenever you're in a hurry, you're in a crunch for time, you know, it's an emergency and you need to find this recipe in a hurry, and uh, get cooking with it. So this is what it's all about and I'd like to thank Mama Peach, my very good friend, who so willingly shares all of her recipes with her friends. She has a very extensive library of recipes and um, I'm always pulling recipes out of her library to share with others. So without much more ado, Recipe one for this week comes from the Cookies and Bars category and it's Baked Holiday Wreaths. One and a third cups of butter softened, three-quarter cups of sugar, one-quarter teaspoon of nutmeg, one-quarter teaspoon of salt, one eighth teaspoon of ground cardamom, one egg separated, one quarter cup of brandy, Mm-mm. two thirds or sorry, two three quarter cups of flour. That's two three quarter cups of flour, one quarter cup of green sugar crystals glazed cherries and place in small medium bowl at medium speed cream butter and sugar so let me go back again you need the glazed cherries all right and in a small mixing bowl at medium speed cream, butter, and sugar. Blend in nutmeg, salt, cardamom, and beat in egg yolk and brandy until light and fluffy. Gradually add flour just until well blended. Divide dough into three equal pieces. Wrap each well and chill one to two hours. Preheat oven to 325 degrees. Grease two cookie sheets. Set aside these sheets. Work with one piece of dough at a time, keeping remaining uh, dough refrigerated. Roll one tablespoon dough on floured surface into 5 inch ropes place on a cookie sheet and form into ring brush with egg white sprinkle with green sugar decorate with two glazed cherries cherry slivers to form a bow repeat with remaining dough Bake for 8 to 12 minutes or until barely set. Now, if you're having problems following this recipe, and this recipe would make a terrific holiday wreath recipe, I'm more than willing to send you an electronic copy of this recipe. Just write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's i n f o at s-t-e-r-l-i-n-g-c-r-e-a-t-i-o-n-s dot c-a. And I will be delighted to send you a copy of this recipe and copies of other recipes. But we're not done as yet. It's time to go on to recipe two for this week. Again, thanking Mama Peach. And this one is called Cooking for Two. It's from the Cooking for Two category, and it's Apple Swiss chicken. All right, then. Two boneless and skinless chicken breasts, halves. One half teaspoon of dried rosemary and crushed. Two thin slice, fully cooked ham one medium tart apple, peeled and thinly sliced and divided, one tablespoon of vegetable oil, two thin slices of Swiss cheese, one tablespoon of apple juice or chicken broth, some paprika. Now, Flatten the chicken breast to 1 quarter inch thickness and rub with rosemary. Top each with a ham slice and a few apple slices. Roll up tightly and secure with toothpicks. Place in a greased 1 quarter baking dish drizzle with the oil bake uncovered at 350 degrees for about 20 minutes top with cheese and remaining apple slices drizzle with apple juice and sprinkle with paprika i have always had problems with this Bake 10 to 15 minutes longer or until chicken juice or chicken juices run clear and cheese is melting. Discard the toothpicks. This makes two servings. Yum, yum, yum. So, folks, again, if you would like copies of these recipes, please write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. And we would be delighted to send you copies of these recipes, plus any other recipes that we give to you every week in our podcast. So, we hope that you have enjoyed this segment. And now it is time to move on to our next segment, Take Another Five with Technology. We'll see you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment two of our podcast, Take Another Five. We hope that you find what we are offering to you in this segment very informative. There are apps that we hope you can use, or apps that you would at least try and tell others about them. All right, then. Let's start off with this app. It's called the Amazon app and it's time that you meet the Amazon app. This is an app for those of you who would prefer not to have to deal with cluttered websites when you go shopping. This app is designed to put some real enjoyment into your online shopping. So, the Amazon app is designed to help you deal with those websites where it's an irritant. Okay? Because it's so cluttered, you don't know where to go on the website. So, why not try this one, the Amazon website? Okay? It helps you to shop more easily. And here is a description of this app. There are five tabs at the bottom of the screen, and these are home, search, cart, wish list, and more. Select one of these and you have choices. Options at the top of the screen change. Select the more tab and this is what you get daily deals, recommendations your account and more. To sign in select home and then sign in select the new account button to set up an account. To start shopping tap the search tab. Next Go to the search field and type in your text. Then go to the bottom right hand of the screen and tap the Go button. Nearest the top is the most relevant info that Amazon uh, thinks or believes (laughs) that you want. You can either select by item, or press the department button. Very interesting, eh? This app is available at the App Store and it is available through your IE device. Just go out there now and make friends with the Amazon app. I I think it's a very great app and I know that you will find it interesting and very useful. The next app for this week is called the Find app. And if you are a serious shopper, you would like to browse, or you are someone who likes to browse and compare prices, then this app is definitely for you. So you're the serious shopper, and you like to browse and compare prices, the Find app is for you. There are five tabs at the bottom of the screen, and these are Finds, Search, Scan, Deals, and Settings. The search tab would be used most often. After selecting the search tab, the search field is at the top of the screen. You can either enter a product name or a UPC code. The search button is at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. To refine a search, select all products and you will be presented with websites or you can select nearby and you will get a list of stores close to you. There is info on products at each store, along with comparative prices. To access a history of previous searches, select the tab called My Finds. The Deals tab will bring up a list of current deals on a variety of products in local stores. This app is available at the App Store through your iDevice. There you have it. Just go out there now and make friends with the Find app. Very useful app for those shoppers who enjoy shopping. If you'd like to know more about either of these apps or other apps that we have talked about in our podcast, please please do not hesitate to write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we would be delighted to send you any electronic information that we have on these and other apps. In the meantime, get ready for our next segment, the 5 Minutes Mystery Moment. i will see you on the other side. Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three, the five minutes mystery moment. And as author Jodhan or author Donna Jodhan, I'm delighted to be here with you today to present you with the five minutes mystery moment. And as is previously Said to you, you can purchase any of these mysteries at www.donnajodhan.com/slash store.html. I have been an audio mystery writer since 2010, writing and recording my own audio mysteries in my very own voice. My audio mysteries have been broadcast across the ACB Internet Radio Network and here in Toronto at Accessible Media Inc. My 12 Days of Christmas box set is one that I am very, very proud of because it has gotten a lot of rave reviews and we keep getting requests for purchases for this particular box set, so... We hope that at Christmas time you will go out there and purchase these mysteries as it brings lots of joy uh, to the listener. It's filled with imagination, creativity, and, you know, it's a great present for Christmas. So, without much more ado, let's get into this one. And we hope that you can take a few minutes just to relax and enjoy and You know, let your imaginations roam for a bit. Sit on your couch or sit in your favorite armchair. Even if you're working away in your kitchen, we hope that this particular mystery seizes your imagination. All right. So this one is called The Canadian Clown. Marc-André Fichot, Sr., Had been a very successful businessman. He had everything going for him. But alas, something in his past came back to bite him, and he was powerless to stop the course of offense. Tragedy, sadness, and more. Let's go to the scene of the crime. Alex is standing in a Montreal hospital with his hockey student, Mark Andre Jr. He is Mark Andre's coach. Mark Andre was at a hockey game when the hospital called him. They also called his mom, and his mom in turn had called her daughter on her cell phone. She had been studying at the library at McGill University. The security guard at the office of Marc Andre's dad had found him bludgeoned to death. They had called 911 and Marc Andre Sr. had been rushed to the nearest hospital. He was already dead on arrival. This was going to be a criminal investigation. The family was in shock, because who could have done this? And why did they do it? Mark andres office had not been touched. Everything seemed to be in order. The family returned to the house and other family members and friends came over to visit. Late that night when everyone had gone, Mark Andre Jr. had gone alone to his dad's office. It was guarded by a cop so he could not enter, but he had stood for a long time staring at the closed door and thinking to himself. He had exchanged a few words with the cop on duty and had returned home after an hour or so. Everyone had gone by this time, but his mom and sister were waiting for him. He was now going to be the man of the house at age 23. What could the bonus have been for this cruel death? Maybe it could have been something in Mark Andre Sr.'s past. Maybe someone could have had a vendetta against him. Maybe he had made an enemy who had wanted him dead. Who could have been the suspects? No suspects as of yet. Cause of death? Mark Andre Sr. had died of a, ma- of a massive blow to the head. It seemed to have come from some sort of blunt ob- object. The killer had chloroformed him before administ- administering the blow. Mark Andre Sr. had died almost instantly. Marc-André Fichot, Sr., had been a very successful toy manufacturer. Before this, he had served in the Canadian Army. He had spent some time overseas serving in a secret international unit. His buddies had called him the Canadian Clown because of his wicked sense of humour. He was very hard-working and liked by everyone. One evening, his unit had been attacked by some rebels while on duty in Eastern Europe. Mark Andre's best friend had been killed under cloudy circumstances. His friend Darius had been killed. And his dad had blamed Marc-André for the death of his only son. He thought that Marc-André had been reckless and careless. He had vowed revenge. The army had cleared Marc-André of all suspicion. But shortly after this incident, Marc-André had returned to Montreal and had gone to work for his dad and they had opened a toy manufacturing plant and had become extremely successful they had distributed they used to distribute countless toys to countless underprivileged kids in many countries this is where mark andre junior was presently working with his dad until he was killed. A few months ago someone had tried in to the take over with the Fisher Toy Empire in a hostile bid. They tried to convince some major shareholders to sell them, but it had failed. But the fight was not over by a, by a long shot. The Fichauds had not known who it really was, and they had become concerned, and they had launched an investigation to uncover the perpetrator's identity. But nothing had yet turned up. That's always the case, isn't it? So, there you have it for The Canadian Clown, this week's mystery. And at the end of this podcast, we'll return and give you some revelations to help you solve the mystery and tell us who did it. You can send your feedback to info at, sterlingcreations.com, info, at sorry, info at sterlingcreations.ca and tell us who you think did it. Or, you know, you can simply hold it and keep it. And next week you'll find out if you're correct. But... Stay tuned for the final part of this podcast. Take another five because we'll have some revelations for you. In the meantime, stay tuned for our next segment, segment four, In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And we'll see you on the other side. In the End Zone with The Entrepreneur. I'm back, and it's Donna-Jill Jodhan with segment four of the weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for us to be in the end zone with The Entrepreneur. That's me. For this week, we'd like to focus on, is entrepreneur just for men? We don't think so. Absolutely not. Opportunities for both genders, from technicians to house cleaners, from copywriters to researchers, from gardeners to renovators, from electronics specialists to painters, from beauty specialists to cosmetic specialists. So you see, Anybody can be any of these things that we have just listed for you – a man or a woman. It used to be in former days that entrepreneurship was just for men, but that is not the case anymore. Some would say women rule, I will not go that far, but what I will tell you is that entrepreneurship is for both genders. Don't be afraid if you're a lady to get into entrepreneurship. Nor should you be afraid of as a man to get into it either. It's from both genders. So go out there and enjoy being an entrepreneur. And if you have any questions, hey, write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. Now, stay tuned for segment five, which is probably our final segment for this week, staying ahead of bullies and scams. We'll see you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Chodhan, and boy, oh boy, I can't believe that we are already at uh, segment five of our podcast, Take Another Five, and this segment is called Staying Ahead of Bullies and Scams. Wow, this podcast is almost at an end. But we've got work to do, and for this first part of Segment 5, it's all about staying ahead of, you know, the scam. And for this week, we want to focus in on an email that you probably would receive that is seeking a company representative. And I'll tell you straight, this is usually a scam. You have not been chosen to be a representative, as they are saying. Your email was randomly chosen, and you are asked to provide your name and email address if you are interested in becoming a rep for this so-called company. Most times it is a bogus company. If you provide this, then chances are that your email address will shortly be hacked. Trust me, chances are that such a company does not even exist. Just ignore this email and delete immediately. Don't even give a second thought to it. Just delete it because if you don't and you decide that curiosity has killed the cat and you want to find out more you'll get into a huge difficulty difficulty that would lead to a lot of unnecessary heartache and problems for you <clears throat> so just delete it <coughs> all right it's time for us to go on to building awareness about bullying And I'm asking the question, can bullying be beaten? I do think so, but I think that it is going to take a huge effort and commitment on the part of the majority of us to do so. Is it possible, you think? It is possible. It's better than possible. How do we get started? by recognizing that it is a problem and then go forth and gather the necessarily necessary ingredients to help put an end to it. We may never be able to fully stop bullying, but I do believe that we could certainly contain it by encouraging more friendly face-to-face encounters, by promoting more friendly get-togethers, and encouraging and motivating others to say no to unhealthy listening and watching. We need to encourage our kids and young adults to get more involved in events that promote greater understanding tolerance and acceptance i know that this can be done as i saw it firsthand in halifax in 2014 on may the 24th when i along with the halifax chapter of the alliance for equality of blind canadians hosted a mystery evening <clears throat> that included not just a mystery but games that were designed to promote understanding, tolerance, and acceptance. What a refreshing experience it was to see high school kids be a part of our cast, and they were probably the most enthusiastic of all of our bunch. Now it is time to parlay this into other similar events. And I'm using my mysteries to do just that. So why can't you do the same? Do it. Go out there and try it. And trust me when I tell you that you will have tons and tons of fun doing it. And in so doing, you'll be helping others. All right then. If you want to find out more about my anti-bullying efforts, please go to www.donnajodhan.com and visit my page on bullying. My campaign is called Campaign Against Bullying. Okay, it's time for a wrap-up and we'll see you on the other side And we will wrap up and give you the revelations for this week's mystery, The Canadian Clown. And uh, this will end our podcast for this week. So we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. It's Donna-Jill Jodhan. It's time for us to wrap up for yet another week. Another week is in the books. Well, I am sorry it's over, but there's always next week to look forward to. So, let's go to, or go back to, the mystery, the Canadian Clown, and give you a few revelations so that it will help you to solve this mystery. All right. The incident that had occurred when Marc Andre was on duty in Eastern Europe was that one evening his unit had been attacked by rebels. It appears that Marc-Andre had opened fire first and that the rebels had returned fire. Darius Christophorou, his friend, was killed in this ensuing gun battle. The army had cleared Marc-Andre of wrongdoing, <clears throat> but Darius's dad had blamed Marc-Andre for his son's death. He openly stated that he would get Mark Andre for this. A few months ago, an unknown person had tried to take control of Mark Andre's toy company. They had first planted a rumor that Mark Andre was selling because he was gravely ill. Then they had attempted to buy shares when Some shareholders had started to panic. Marc-Andre's CFO had gotten wind of this in time and had put the rumor to rest. The unknown person had vowed to keep on trying until they succeeded. That or these are the revelations that you can use to help you solve this mystery and we hope that by the time next week rolls around you would have solved it but you got to wait and find out who did it all right then another week is in the books we want to wish you a terrific day we want to wish you a delightful week keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back But in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Accessible World. That's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E-W-O-R-L-D or at Author underscore (coughs) Jodhan. That's A-U-T-H-O-R underscore J-O-D-H-A-N. Or like us on Facebook at Author Donna Jodhan. Or at just Donna John Hen. Okay? So it's at author, sorry, like us on Facebook at author Donna John Hen or Donna John Hen. All right, folks, thank you for listening in and we'll see you next week. Bye for now.